ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> after the long hiatus, after leaving Puck and I on a shelf and aging us like a fine wine, um, some, some, some like, may say curdled, even curdled wine. Uh, it, dude, it's been nearly two years. And yeah, well, I mean, I'd like to say that, you know, a lot's happened in the last two years, but it really fucking has. Dude, it really has. Um, I mean, look at, look at us. I mean, we've, we've risen on top of empires. We've made fortunes and lost them. None of that happened. <laughs> you know what I have gotten into in the last two wait, years? Because wait, I don't huh? know why. Whoa, whoa, we have an intro tune. What? I forgot that. We'll put it there. What now? <laughs> there we'll go. There. Click. Tune. Done. Please continue. No, no, no. So I've got it. <laughs> I've like, I don't know. My brain has just gone like, you know what? Fuck it. We're just going to go and try new things. So like I... Well, tr- you know, 2020 is definitely the year for trying new things in the world, isn't it? Yeah, but like, <laughs> but stuff that like I would have thought I would have always tried. So things like fishing and like, like I, I now have fishing rods and tackle and all sorts of fishing. shit. I can't see you fishing. I'm terrible at it. Like really bad at it, as in, no. Like I've never, I've never caught a fish, ever. Um, it doesn't matter. I, I, and then I've gone out with people who are like, yeah, now I always catch fish. What? And then they go out. So it's now, yeah. No, we went out on a fucking boat, man. We went into a boat into the morning. Oh, bay. okay. So we no, drove no, okay, around for okay. literally eight is hours. This, okay, I have to ask. No fish. Is this okay? So the first time, as as uh, listeners on our Facebook will know. Uh, we had a show scheduled a couple of weeks ago and I messaged you like, you ready to record? And I get a reply, I'm on a boat. I'm like, what? Yep. What the fuck? <laughs> and a picture of a boat. I'm like, uh, okay. So no yeah. podcast. He's like, nah, <laughs> I'm on a boat. Nah, no, no, no. No, it was good. Uh, I mean, it was nice being out on a boat. I mean, didn't catch anything. Fished the whole time. But um, no, it's now referred to as like the curse. So yeah, there's literally people who... We're like, oh yeah, no, no, I can go. I can always go out and catch, you know, three or four fish. That's easy. Go out, and at the end of it, they're like, I don't know what's going on. Like it's something weird. Um, I've, I've taken. Yeah. I used to get. My dad had a yacht when I was a kid. I used to get taken out <clears throat> a lot. I never ever caught a single. Oh no, correction. I caught a catfish once in a creek, uh, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was by accident. Anyway, people don't want to hear about fish. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure they want to hear yeah. about games to take their minds off the uh, the wars and. Disastrous. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, f- the friggin' game releases in the last few months alone have been ridiculous. Um, have you seen some of the shit coming out? <clears throat> well, I haven't had much else to do, so yes, I have. Uh, it really, yeah. there was this big um, leading up to, and I'm going to say leading up to the release of The Last of Us 2, which was delayed um, because of all the stuff going on. Um, mm. After that, like after that came out, it's like a floodgate turned on. So you had indie, uh, AAA, everyone just started pouring out games. And now that we're getting to November, like we've had what, Baldur's Gate, Cyberpunk's coming out next month. These are for the big games. And all the indie studios have started putting out, spitting out tons. I, I suspect there's more indie games because a lot of the big studios are moving around, shutting down, and you have people losing jobs everywhere. So they're like, oh, fuck it, I'll download Unity and run an indie game. And you've got some really good stuff coming out. So... Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, but it's but it's also um, okay. So, Age of Empires three, for example, has just gotten a revamp. Spelunky two. Oh, has it's a revamp. the revamp. Well, no, Spelunky um, two is not a revamp. It's a oh, I, yeah, okay. It's a sort of sequel. Wow, it's you very know, similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, yeah. on the subject um, of revamps, nice segue. The thing, the game I will be talking about uh, 
during this episode, uh, I was going to do Baldur's Gate, but I'm like, it's a it's a major game. Everyone knows it's there. Everyone will probably play it. Mm. Um, now, this is funny because it's indie uh, and it is a revamp, but it's not indie. Kind of. It, no, it is. It's, a, it's an HD remake. Um, I'm not talking about Baldur's Gate. I'm talking about another game. Get your mind out of the gutter. Oh, sorry. I was like, Baldur's Gate. Get your Didn't mind out of the Baldur's, Divinity 2 guys. Baldur's filthy gate. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, didn't the Divinity guys yeah, they develop did. that? Like, well, yeah, they're not a small. They're not a small studio. Anyway, are they? this one comes from a little studio that you may remember <laughs> from the from the nineties, who weren't a little studio, and now they're a little studio again, called Apogee Games. Is it the same Apogee it is or is the it like same Commodore? Apogee. It is the Commodore, the, the Commodore 64 guys. No, it's the... Oh, what? Were they on Commodore 64? I thought they were in DOS. Anyway, uh, in the early 90s... No, 1991, no, 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 no. You know how... What? No, 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 no. You, no. Sorry, go on. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Um, no, you know how Commodore 64 got really? like, re-released? Really? You allowed me yeah, to continue and then company. you interrupted me again. Okay, yeah. Getting back into the swing of it. Yes, I remember the Commodore 64. I had one. I broke one. Yeah. Yeah, they got re-released, remember? Uh, except I think they were they were putting like i7s and shit inside of them. But they were the original Commodore 64. I don't think like they were putting and... i7s in them. I think that was a bit... That is definitely no longer a Commodore 64 by any stretch no, of the imagination. No, no, no. Um, but there was a game in 1991. Game in 91 uh, that came out... It's around the same age as like the original Duke Nukem games called Crystal Caves by Apogee Software. And I played it as a kid, and I loved it. And it was like a little puzzle thing where we're in an alien planet, and you go around. Anyway, they've remastered and rebooted it, so I'm reviewing that. I've already partially stood into the review, but, you know. So, well, before we do that, what else has been happening in the gaming world before we actually chuck our reviews oh. and spread them and smear them across the glass of the McDonald's window covered in pickles? Everything. Um, so, okay, um, have... There's a, there's a few uh, interesting looking scary games that have come out. Yeah, I so, noticed I noticed our good old friend Nap has been playing one called was it Psyosis Sci- Psychonosis Sci- Sci- It's basically no, um your your ghost hunter and you can do it in VR and you and it's in the dark and there's jump scares. I thought it'd be perfect for you. I thought you'd absolutely love that game. Yeah, no, he was he was he was trying to get me to play it and I'm like, "No." Now, him and um, I were con- conspiring together to figure out a way to get you to play it. Yeah, I fucking thought you might have been because, um, yeah, I uh, <laughs> in it, well in between the 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 was it the reface app stuff oh. was just uh, in in Messenger, <laughs> it was just Nap trying to convince me to play this damn game and and I looked at it and I'm like, no, I'm not playing that. What's uh, oh here we go, phasmophobia. That's it. So no, no. Um, but I mean, okay, yeah. look, it does. It does look good. To those of you, to those like of you new cool to the game. show, and let's face it, who's really going to discover us now unless you've already listened to us? <laughs> um, Puck, Puck is not a fan of games that you can play in the dark and cause you to slightly wet yourself. Yeah, not a big yeah. fan of it anyway. Did you know? Total no, I, segue. Did you know from uh, Games Against? There was a on Steam. There was a KFC-based dating game. Yeah. Yes, but no. no this, this led down. A I know you really, spammed me about it for like a week. This led down a really, really dark path. So for those of you who don't know that, thank you to Scott, one of our listeners, for sending this little nugget through. That's actually a pun, and I didn't intend it to be. Um, there is a series of novels called 
Uh, one of which is called Wings of Desire, which is a romance novel <laughs> about someone who falls in love with the colonel. And this is apparently a thing. Like a big thing. It's like really popular romance and like big thing in Japan, right? About the colonel. Everything's big in Japan. Um, I was going to say, it's got to be Japanese. No, I think this is actually primarily... A, the, the, the game was a Japanese game, but I think the colonel thing is primarily <laughs> westernized. Um, so yeah, really? there's... I just picture there's these swaths of people all throughout the United States and the UK who are just secretly yearning for the Colonel to. Oh yeah, I could see that. This I could see that in the states. <clears throat> but yeah, so so that's weird. Ah, oh, another big piece of news that happened. So in the sc- past. anyway, scary stuff. No, I was well. Okay, here's some scary okay. stuff. Remember how uh, Microsoft bought Zenimax Studios and Bethesda, combining their yeah. powers to become. I don't know. Bethesda Max or something? Bethesda Max. <laughs> I like that. Um, no, I'm, um, I'm slightly scared that you took a studio that had questionable, uh, recently questionable game politics going on <laughs> and combined it with a company that's just always had questionable stuff going on. We'll see what happens. Could've, could've, what are you reviewing this worse. week? What are you reviewing this week? No, no, we're not even fucking there, man. We're still talking about news. What? What else? Yeah, news. What else is in the dude? My what? my my ADD tendencies have escalated yeah. throughout this pandemic and lock into biblical proportions. Yeah. No. Anyway, as I was saying, the last couple of months there's been some like, uh, just okay. So it's just looking at September and October. Okay. So this month and last month, um, uh, there's a sequel to Remothered that came out. I don't know if you've played that one. Remothered. Or even saw it. Nope. Yeah. It's um. It's it's a it's Re- a scary game. Mothered. Yeah, it's a scary game, but uh, it's um. Mothered. Googling. Re- but it's mothered. Story based. Tortured. Yeah, so th- uh, tormented fathers. Yeah. So the sequel um is uh it's set in a oh, I think it's set in like a girls' school or something, um, <laughs> and it looks creepy as shit. Yeah, this looks dark. But, um, it's it's. Yeah, it looks fucking great though. Um. I'm aware of the original, but I never actually played it. But this one, <laughs> Remothered Broken Porcelain, looks great. And it's just come out. Why like, not? You love scary games. Ago. You're a big fan. Yeah. Get into yeah. that. I don't like the jump scare type ones. But there's that. There's also Amnesia Rebirth. Oh, uh, this is released r- 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 in a couple r- r- of days. Amnesia. I loved Amnesia. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, so uh, uh, I think oh, there's, a, um, there's a DLC for Doom Eternal coming out as well. Oh, good. That was actually, that was a really fun game. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. It- well, the DLC, the DLC is called The Ancient Gods, which sounds pretty cool. A bit Lovecraftian. That would be amazing if they had a love. Uh, well, actually, no, they, they haven't got that much tentacle stuff going on in there. They could do with a bit of dark Lovecraftian. It was primarily an action game, though. I'd like to see some of the uh, more spooky stuff. Yeah. And then I don't know if you've ever seen um, the Dark Pictures Anthology. Oh, did they have a... F- finish that because there were what three of them that were playing yeah. or something like that yeah um so the this first one, one come was, out the first one was the one where they were stuck up in the in the thing in the hill and the thing came at them yeah <laughs> yes uh yes, um, it had had the girl that was the cheerleader that saved the world in heroes in it i can't remember anything yeah, else about the game yeah, anyway, it's a bit yeah. Yeah, I mean it's a survival game, um, but the the most recent one that is about to come out, yeah, it comes out at the end of the month. Um, <clears throat> it's called Little Hope, and Little Hope is set half 
in the present day and half in um, the uh, the time of like the, the, the witch trials. Ooh. And the people who are getting executed back in the, uh, like as witches, like back in those, those times, look exactly the same as the, um, the people now. And the whole point of the game is to work out why. But it's a, it's a survival game. Um, but it's this is the second um, second game in a series of eight that have been planned. Eight? Okay, I didn't know there was eight. That's impressive. So it looks like they it looks like they're trying to establish it as a like a big Ooh, a big franchise. That reminds me. That reminds me. Of talking about establishing franchises and spooky games and continuation of stuff. I don't know if you played Control, which came out a couple of years ago. Um, which was a remedy game. Oh, I have it. Oh, I have it, but I haven't actually it played it is, yet. It's, a, it's an amazing game. So what remedy has started doing, right, um, is they've started doing the equivalent of what Marvel did with the MCU. So they have the remedy universe mm. where things happen. And in Control, up till now, because they did Max Payne, they did Quantum Break, uh, Alan Wake, one of my favorite games. Um, ah, and what that. they've done in Control, there's these little mentions, like in Alan Wake... There was mention of another novelist who had written, or it might have been Alan Wake himself, who had actually written a series of Max Payne novels, which I, at the time was like, ah, it's a nice little Easter egg. In Control, which uh, the whole premise of the game is there's this big spooky corporation that's sort of run by these uh, things from another dimension, kind of. Um, but they capture, yeah. think, a, think a darker version of Warehouse 13. They capture artifacts that have powers that do really bad or good or strange things to people. So artifacts become imbued with powers, they go and find them. So in a basement, in a filing cabinet in the control game, you find a mm. file called Bright Falls Event. Now that's where Alan Wake, Wake took place. And these guys were actually studying the events of what happened in the Alan Wake game. So it ties them together in the same universe. That made me really excited. They recently <laughs> released a DLC called AWE, which continues what happened at the end of Alan Wake and ties it in with Control. And by the end of it, I won't say what happens in it. It's a really good DLC and you get the characters from Alan Wake and he comes back into it and it kind of ties both stories together. But pretty mm. sure at the end of it, it leads, on a, it leads into a sort of a cliffhanger um, that mm. is going to definitely lead into a new game that will either be a control game based in the Alan Wake area or a new Alan Wake game. And either way, I'm completely, you know, gibbering incoherently with excitement hmm. about that yeah see i never actually played alan wake but i remember um i think it was you and scott maybe oh, it would have been we're like lo I losing your shit one time on um facebook because alan wake was being removed from steam or something that was me um that was me yeah so i so i just went and bought it all just it's to um, have it it hasn't aged as well as it could have but it's still a really good game and uh, mm. yeah play it with the lights on it's a game that you'll. I was one of them. Is it? it? It's not a. It's not a super jump scary game, but it's 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 pretty spooky. It's. I mean, you look at the premise of the game. There's these beings of darkness and stuff. So yeah, it's um, it's it's good. It was one one of the. It was. It's quite difficult. Yeah. Uh, well, I remember it as being quite difficult because I I played it on the Xbox before I understood how to aim on an Xbox, and it was just a fucking right. disaster. Um. But anyway, yeah, so... Oh, wow, that's mm. another thing that happened. I won't even go into The Last of Us 2 because everyone knows how good that was. No point reviewing things that were yeah. good. Yeah, um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a handful of games which um, I'm really, really, really excited to play. Um, like, really fucking excited to play. So, um, 
You can tell uh, us what they are, I, or you're just going to go, this, this is these games. They're really this. good. I'm not going to tell you what they are, but they're some good games. They're coming. Yeah. Um, okay. So, okay. Did you ever play um, uh, either of the Watchdog games? Yeah, the first one. Yeah. Okay. So apparently the first one was okay. Second one was way better. Um, and there's a new one that's about to come out in about a week and a half called Watch called Watchdogs Legion. That one looks pretty and good. Watchdog Legion. Yeah. And the way the the way I've seen it described is this is what Watchdogs kind of should have been, because the first two were all about like the. Um, a lot of inferences around, you know, like the Big Brother type stuff, yeah, um, and surveillance. Whereas Watchdogs Legion, you are already in that like dystopian um, uh, society, and yeah. you get to go around and recruit different people. Uh, <coughs> yeah, into, I saw like, that. I remember seeing resistance. There was a trailer for it a while ago. I saw. I'll need to catch up on on what has happened, but it looked really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's another one which I've heard amazing things about, which is Cloudpunk. Have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah, that looks really good. Yeah. Still, you're, and you're, Annie, you're mentally refurbishing my wish list, which is bad because I'm poor. So I can't do anything about yeah, that right Yeah, well, well, it's... um. Well, I think it gets released this month, I think. Cloudpunk? I thought it was um, out. Or was oh, it no, early no, no, Sorry, sorry. No, no, it's already out. Oh, okay, hang on, no, no, sorry, it got released on PC back in April by the looks of it, but it gets, oh, got released three days ago on PS4, Xbox and Switch. <clears throat> I forget that because of your back, you're, you're, you've moved primarily to the PS4 now. And that is actually, well, I mean, that's the main reason why there was such a delay between this episode of the podcast and the last one. Um, was all health stuff. Oh so my God. Less well, and less PC games. You, your body collapsed... This was, okay, so yeah. you were homeless for a bit uh, due to a real estate agent. Well, you your body collapsed. <laughs> you you had a bunch of people basically beating you to a pulp for about a year, and then you crawled out of that particular scary dungeon. Um, and then um, straight into COVID, <laughs> straight, straight into COVID. And I have, and there's been a couple times where we've tried to write resurgence, and the things have been all over the place. No one's had the right headspace. And then I got diagnosed with. Uh, Caused by other underlying stuff, I have chronic laryngitis, which is why I keep coughing and why my voice is a little bit more Rob Thomas than it used to be. Um, so yeah, I've got a good yeah, forty-five minutes of talking per day before my throat gets too sore to talk. So after this podcast, oh, I'll be silent. Bob, that's enough for a podcast. Oh, well, yeah, well that's fine. I just save it for the that's week. Pod- not- podcast's the only important Boom. thing, anyway. So yeah, exactly. um, you were going to review it. No, 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 no. no. Game, there's more. There's more. There's more, man. There's more. There's more. There can't be um, more. One people, we have to squeeze our reviews in okay. ten minutes. No, no, no. Okay, so there's just a couple I just want to quickly mention that have just come out, which also look great. Mm-hmm. Um, the new, okay, the new GI Joe game. Now, I know wait, it's going to sound a bit. Stop. No, <laughs> no. Listen, listen, because you might be interested in this as well. Well, knowing is half the battle, so please tell me about it. Yeah. Okay, so firstly, it's split screen, and it looks pretty good. Like, it looks like fun, which is rare, because there aren't that many, like, decent split screen yeah, games. Yeah, I, I was about to say, if your first selling point is, it's split screen, I'm like... <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> it looks good. It looks like it'll be fun. It's a third-person shooter. Um, it kind of looks like it might be a bit Borderlands-ish, but I'm not sure yet. Yeah, it looks a little story bit. story-driven. I'm looking at um, screenshots for it. And then... And um, you get to play as both sides. 
So um, you can play as the the bad guys and the good guys. Oh, that's good. Like like in different different stories, like a bit <clears throat> like Sonic Sonic Adventure Two. Remember that? Hang on, isn't that going a bit? I'm just thinking about what GI Joe was originally about, which was originally about you know portraying the message of um, you know don't talk to strangers when you're in a underground. Well, no, it was club. about promoting the military, wasn't it? <laughs> I think. I think you and I got very different messages from GI Joe. Yeah. Um, no, well, yeah. Well, doesn't, Promo- doesn't GI not- stand for General Infantry or something? Yeah, but that, they were them. But the little, the little uh, PSA things that were very popular that kind of were more than the show and were kind of sewn into the show was the whole like you know, kids be good, don't talk to strangers, and don't stab people in the face. Um, and yeah, kind Knowledge of like is that. power. So if don't you're get able, caught. if you're able, Steel. if you're able to play your the bad guys, if you can play the bad guys, it kind of muddies the. <laughs> what I don't yeah, know why I'm also... getting so deep into like the theology of GI Joe. Yeah, I know. But... I mean, GI Joe was slightly before our time. It was the same. It was around the same time as like He Man, wasn't it? Um, um, and that was that was just before us. That I was actually, like the... I think it was around. When we were kids, because remember, we're pretty old now. Um, yeah, but I remember my brother, like my older brother, who was, you know, five, six years older than, than me. Like that, he used to watch that stuff, but it was. But I think as well, I don't think it was as big there. in Australia. Like that was when Australia was still no, kind not. of culturally separated from America rather than suckling at the poisonous teat that that Goliath has become. Um, well, I mean, so yeah, it was probably obvious, less prevalent here. Anyway, and then speaking and then speaking of Crash Bandicoot Four, oh, yeah. all about uh, it's about time. That looks really good. They've updated a lot of the like the visuals in particular. The reboot, um, the um, the remaster that came out a few years ago, it was fantastic. It yeah. looked it looked like that. So Christine's really excited about the new one. Although it, Crash Bandicoot, remember Crash Bandicoot was created originally by Naughty Dog, who are famous for yeah. some new games that we like. But um, the uh, the puzzles, well, not the puzzles in it. The levels in it are they have that slight element of you know how you know how with the Mario games on the surface mm. you, it's like oh it's the Mario and it's like all happy and jumpy around and there's mushrooms and stuff but underneath it it's fucking Dark Souls and it punishes you and it hates you. There's a bit of that in Crash yeah. Bandicoot as well. It's also pretty dark when you take a step back and have a look at what's actually going on. Mario, in those oh games. god, it's never analyze, up. dude. Never analyze Mario. There is fanfic. No. We'll go on for months for that. Anyway, we we should. Yeah. we've got we've only got no. a little bit left. No, we have no. To okay, review. can I just one more? We can must. I mention one more? One, one more, one, just one. one. Okay, two more. No, one. so there's. Okay, okay, one more. So firstly, there's Marvel Avengers. No. The new one, the new PS4 one. Yeah, or, well, that looks. It's, good. Like, it's not just PS4. It's everything. Yeah, it is. I I got it. I like pre-ordered it. It's one of the only games I've ever like pre-ordered. I heard it's, it's got great. some. I heard it's got one. some interesting bugs. Unless they're buying them out. Uh it seems alright. Um. It's um, it's not at all what you would expect. Like, um, I was kind of expecting to be able to like jump straight into the Avengers, like playing as the Avengers, but it's it, but it's not. I mean, the very first thing that happens, like the, the opening cutscene, is oh, everything gets fucked up and the world gets half destroyed and the Avengers are either dead or have been completely shamed and and like either thrown in jail or <laughs> just disappeared. Good, good, like, good start. Like, to Jesus a... Christ. Nice. And you, but you start playing as um, uh, Ms. Ms. Marvel. Um, so she's the. That's um, right. The, I did read up about. Yeah. Her, okay. Uh, now I, t- I tell you what, though, she by far is the most fun character to play. 
out of all of them, except maybe Thor. Thor's pretty cool. But um, Ms. Marvel is fun as hell because she she can jump really, really far. So when you're like, say, running through levels, you're, you're doing these massive like uh, chained jumps and it's just fun as fuck. Like That's you cool. run past and you like you slap people and yeah. Sorry, That's but the other one that I just really wanted, really wanted to mention and I promise it'll be the last one because um, have you ever played, you've played Scythe, the board game? I think so. You're stretching my brain yeah, back a- to pre-pandemic Earth, and I that that particular yeah yeah. So Scythe is a tremendously popular game. It's one of those um, it's one of those board games where if you don't have it in your collection and you're like a tabletop gamer, you, there's something wrong with you. So don't it's, get it's it. one like of those it's, little it's, indie games that kind of no one's really heard of. Obviously, well, it was it was it was the game that kind of really launched Stonemaier Games, and Stonemaier Games now you know uh, yeah. like no, I'm Wingspan and very well Stone, like like all very like uh, they're one of those developers where it doesn't really matter what Stonemaier Games releases, it's good. Like you know, it's going to be good. Yeah. Um, and Scythe's fucking great. Like, we still play Scythe, and I bought it, what, three, two, two and a half years ago? I actually ago? have a feeling um, you may but- have reviewed it. Oh, probably. I love it. It's great. I need to check. Um, I, I played it yesterday. Um, but anyway, there's a game that's just come out um, called Iron Harvest. Have you seen this? Yes, I've seen oh, Okay, I haven't played it, but I have seen it in, well, not stores, because they don't really exist anymore. I've seen it online, and I've read some things, but I haven't played it. It's, it's Scythe. Like it's literally Scythe. Like it's a, it's an RTS version of Scythe, um, which looks awesome. Um, and apparently, it's loosely based on uh, like a Polish Polish Russian war or something. For some reason, I had it in um, my head. Iron Harvest was actually a tabletop game. It's not. It's the thing I have on my wish list on Steam. So I don't know where my brain got mixed up. Yeah. There. Yes. Um, yes. It looks really it, cool. It got, it's like an alternate yeah, timeline. Alternate timeline. Nineteen yeah. twenties Russia or something. Twenties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like big mechs wandering around. Um, this color scheme in particular of it looks exactly like Scythe. So if you like Scythe, um, I, you, you'll probably like at least the look of this game. I haven't played it yet. <laughs> I um, like this review. It's like, if you like Scythe, you might like this game. I haven't played it. I don't know. But, you know, you might. You might like the look of it. Well, well it, it just got released on PS4 and whatnot. It got released, I think, beginning of the year. Onto PC, of course, but on PS4 and Xbox and whatever. Uh, but it, uh, it's got decent reviews. Like it looks like sort of seven out of ten, which isn't bad. Average as I understand it, it's it's not a big studio game. It's a no, no, no. It's a it's it's crowd yeah, it's crowdfunded. Yeah, um, fifteen thousand people um, uh, funded it, and it was like one and a half million dollars or something. Um, but um, yeah, I just want to check out what yeah. what so so how. What are you actually reviewing? Yeah. I forgot because I think you were going to do a table, weren't you? You uh, Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna, I'm going to review uh, Bunny Kingdom, mm-hmm. which is a um which is a, a tabletop game, which is really 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 good. <clears throat> Tell us about uh, it. And no, what was the other? Thing? No, a... just do one. Just do one. One. I'm just you thinking promised. What we you promised you'd do one. Okay, well, hang on. Can we at least talk about? Um, just from, like a uh, digital games. No, no, no. Okay, so I'll just bring up one digital game that I've played. Okay, so you know me, I've never really had a chance to play a lot of those big franchise games. Yeah, yeah. Like Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Yeah, so I finally got a chance to play um, Assassin's Creed. Um, and I which, started... Which Assassin's Creed? Because there's 900 of them. Yeah, so I, I finally played um, Assassin's Creed Origins. Okay. Now it's 
fucking amazing. Okay. Have you ever played it? <clears throat> this is the thing about the Assassin's Creed game. I was complaining to uh, a good friend of mine, David, who you may know uh, yesterday about this. Ubisoft have this thing they do, right? Where they will create a really good game or part of the studio will come up with a really good idea for a game based in some point in history. And yeah. they've made many, many of these games. And all these games are completely different. They're completely different, but they're nothing to do with each other, really. And what they do is they get a little needle and they sew this tiny thread of the fact that, oh, by the way, it's none of this is real. And uh, there's this other thing going on. And they just chuck yeah. it on top of the really good game they have. Now, the reason they do this is you could release all of these games as standalone games that were nothing to do with Assassin's Creed. But they put the words yeah. Assassin's Creed before it because they know people will buy it. So it's yeah, got and a every now and again of, you get... Which, yeah, and you yes, get, like, yanked it's a down valid the sales strategy, but at this point, no one cares about the Assassin's Creed lore or what's going on. It's just an inconvenience that gets in the way. But the games yeah, are generally weird. good. It's, it's weird, too, like, because um, like, Assassin's Creed Origins set in um, ancient Egypt. But it's the Egypt that's, like, like you know how, you know how like, the, the, the pyramids... Um, Oh, was it the so, so like so the, the, the ancient it's Egypt, the Egypt with the pyramids? Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so so the so the, um the ancient Egypt that we know, so like with the the pharaohs and shit, right? Mm. Um, and like Cleopatra. I, I love that, that there's like of, like yeah, thousands right. of years there in this massive like dynasty, and you've just said you know pharaohs and shit. Yep, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you you know what I mean? Like when people say when. If I were to say, think of ancient Egypt, what we think of ancient Egypt, it's a period of like, you know, two or 3,000 years, right? Yeah. But the pyramids themselves were, that like the, the, the pyramids were more ancient to the ancient Egyptians than what the ancient Egyptians are to us, right? They've been around for a lot fucking longer than even that period of time. They're like Rupert so, Murdoch. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so anyway, anyway, um, so the uh, uh, th this is set during that time. So like, um, uh, you get to meet Cleopatra at one point, and um, you wander into Rome and and fuck up Rome and and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> um, but it, the visuals it should be written on the back yeah, of the box. You to go fuck up Rome, <laughs> but it's um, it's a hugely fun game. It's really easy to control. It's not like you can. It, I know it sounds stupid, but you can climb anything. Where in some previous Assassin's Creed games, it's like, yeah, you can jump across the rooftops. Yeah, they, or they you did just go and just They've... jump up, just jump up like a fucking toddler at at a chair uh, against buildings <laughs> until you find I the like right that. building to climb up. Thank you for making me picture a toddler doing parkour across a living room. That's magic. <laughs> um, Poorly. No, they perfected the control system a few years back and they've kind of brought it in because they got to a point where it was just, it, it worked and it was balanced and you weren't running into walls and stuff. Um, yeah, and some and some of them, some of the new ones that are coming out look pretty damn cool. Valhalla comes um, out as a launch title on the PS5, and by the way, the PS5 comes out was well, a couple of weeks, isn't it? Oh God, is it? It's very soon. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough money for that. Yeah, hey, you got plenty of kidneys. Always another kid. True. Um, was that yeah. one of your reviewed games, or was that a segue? Uh, let's say. That was a segue. No, because no, that was one of your games. Because now you can do the other one. You only have one more. Oh, you have negative two minutes to do this was. review. So, so dive in and grab it by the balls. I can't even remember what the other one was. <laughs> oh, vamp! I know what it was. Vampire. 
Vampire, remember we were worried that Vampire was going to be like not enough like Bloodlines? Yeah. <laughs> it's nothing like Bloodlines. Um, but it's still pretty good. Um, I uh, Especially after you work out how to eat people. and then No, um, no, 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 no. no. You're, you're talking about a different game. Yeah. Vampire Sorry, is, no, Vampire has nothing to do with the original Vampire the Masquerade well, series. There no. is a new Vampire the Masquerade no, no, no. game coming out that's a lot like Bloodlines. Eh. So go and look it up. Is it though? Yeah. I hope it is. It is. It's anyway. coming out like next year or something. Anyway. Do you Anyway, do no, no. You, anyway, yeah, game. no, no. Do your game. Okay. So, Bunny Kingdom. So, Bunny Kingdom is a tabletop game. Um, and basic, and it, it sounds ridiculous. Because um, it is. Uh, but effectively, you are a bunny lord, right? Uh, within a particular bunny kingdom. And you have to put pieces onto the board to take control of different areas that then become your, um, well, it depends on how you want to pronounce it, fiefs or fiefs. Yep. I think it's fiefs, isn't it? I, I, don't, I don't actually um, know. Fief, fief, I always thought it was like, like fiefdom. fiefdom. And, I thought it was fiefdom and fiefdom. I, I don't a, know. Dude, it I took thought. me years to work out how, how meme is actually pronounced. So don't yeah. ask me. I'm not in touch yeah, with these like, things. Oh, look, probably a good uh, half this game is about whether or not it's pronounced fief or fief. Um, Excellent. <laughs> yeah. So, Excellent. so anyway, it's, it's a strategy game. It's a, it's a strategy game. So um, you draw cards um, and uh, it has that drafting... Uh, mechanic where you pick two cards from your hand and then you play them and then you pass the rest of the cards to the person. Oh, yep. Okay, sure. Right? Uh, and eventually what happens is you have all these little bunny dudes who get populated all throughout this um, this gridded uh, board in front of you and um, you get points and there's different things you can focus on. You can build buildings, you can collect resources, you can just Go for like you know the biggest fief, uh, fiefs, fiefs. Let's call it whatever. Fef. Let's call it feftum. Biggest feftum. Feftum. You go for the biggest fef. Um, but the good thing is that it doesn't actually take that long to play. About forty-five minutes. Maybe. Actually, that's good. That's um, on my. I have very low attention span, so that would work well with me. Yeah. Um. And it took like that was forty-five minutes for four players when we were first learning it. So it's not bad. Yeah. Now. Yeah, and now it's and it is listed as a fourteen plus game. However, um, I played it with Sophie. Sophie's nine now, so um, she was fine. Um, she didn't get all of the strategy, but she also she didn't come last. Yeah, but I think it also um, depends on the aptitude of the particular child involved. Kind of. It's because it's it's uh, the problem with a lot of bigger games is that there's short term strategy and long term strategy, and if you just focus on one of those, you end up fucking up the other one. And oh, with yeah, kids, no, it's, it's hard like to, to keep those two going on. I've been in, ta- this, I've been it's, in tabletop it's games. I've been in tabletop games with like other families and stuff where you'll have kids that will join. And like some kids can be like eight and go, you know, Arkham Horror, got it. Understand all the rules, totally get it. Yeah. And then you've got another kid at the other end of the table is like eating the cards. So Yeah, and like yeah. can barely see the difference between colors and Connect Four. Um, <laughs> but this is being but the good thing about this. Table. Well, the good thing about this, okay, so firstly, there's minimal writing. Most of the cards have a grid reference. Oh, right? that's good. So, you know, you pick up a card and it's like, oh, it's G4. What that means is that you pick up one of your little bunnies and you put it onto the G4 space. And you now control that space. Pretty basic. I like it. You know, and then, but then you have other things like um, uh, you may get a, uh, a building. 
right? So you can build a city, and there's three levels of buildings, one, two, and three, and they give you different points. So you might get a level two city, and then you can put that onto one of the spaces that you already control, that doesn't already have a building on it. This looks good, and it's got little things that look like, yeah. they're kind of like bunny meeples. I'm looking at yeah. screenshots yeah, of it, yeah, 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 it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's great. It's, 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 it's fun, it's quick, it's easy, um, it's not, it's, it's very bite-sized kind of um, actions that you're doing, so one thing I think it would be really good for is if you've got someone who you're trying to introduce into tabletop games and they yeah, just qu one of these can't quite get the hang of it. <laughs> that could be good. And the art, the, yeah. art, the art style looks pretty cool too, so. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, you know, and, and most of the points, you can probably see some of the pictures, some of them have like a scroll graphic around the outside. Mm. So those are what give you all the bonus points. So really, if you're, not, if you're also not collecting those as you go, uh, you're not going to win, period. You just, you just won't. So some of them will just give you points straight out. Some of them will do things like, you know, um, for every territory with X that you control at the end of the game, you get X bonus points. Mm. Mm. Um, uh, but yeah, no, it's it's great. What, like it's, what would you um, rate it overall? What was our rating system? Do we still rate nap hugs? Yeah. So, hugs. so, so was it? So visual, visuals, playability, and what was the other thing? <laughs> Visuals, playability, and the general vibe of the thing. We'll yeah. Okay. So. So okay. Yeah. Well, playability ten, easy ten. Cool. Um, graphics easy ten. Cool. Um, there's every card is is different. I th I think every card might even be different. Um, if it's not, then there's enough variety that, that you, you don't really yeah, notice. Yeah, you don't pick up on it. And what um, I, and the gen. Okay. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna say nine out of ten. Okay. And there's a reason for that. The reason is, I wish there were more ways to configure the board. Well, you can always do that. You have scissors. Yeah. <laughs> Just um, I go to it. Hope go to town. That, that I hope, I mean, I hope that in expansions, um, that they bring out, there'll be different boards or different, different things that you can do. Like, um, it's, not, it's not that it's a boring game. The more you play it, but I just wish that there was more variety yeah, in it, the map that you played. It could on. it could potentially get stale if you played it enough. Like if you played every week for like six weeks, you'd probably get to a point where you go, oh, I might touch something else now. What's your overall rating? Yeah. What would you yeah. give it? Um, okay, well, the general vibe of the game, I would say probably nine. Nine out I'm of ten. I'm thinking it's coming in at about um, nine. Nine ish? Yeah. Yeah. I I mean I I mean, yeah, yeah. So I'd really say nine hard, out of ten total. Thing. It's really hard to rate. Not just like tabletop games. Video games are very similar because different things appeal to different mm. people. So this would be a nine out of a ten for someone who likes short games and is new to the genre, but could also be enjoyable by people that have been in it for a while. However, some games don't work like that. Some games are great for newbies, but they're not. You know. Yeah. Oh, and seasoned. and look, I like should also, and if and if you're, if if. Based on my description of the game, you're like, oh, it sounds all right. It sounds good. Um, okay, so there's just one final little piece in here that uh, piece of information that might make you go, okay, I should probably look at this fucking thing. It was designed and created by Richard Garfield. And now, if you don't know who Richard Garfield is, you probably know his most famous game that he created, Magic the Gathering. Whoa. So, yeah. once again... <laughs> A tiny indie game that's only got a small sector of the market. 
my god. Well, okay. No, he, well, he knows how to do. He, he knows he's pretty good at making game mechanics. Oh, well, frankly, he's pretty good at make, making games that can actually cause fist fights. In my experience, but yeah, that's cool. Oh, look, look, he's he's and he's created some very interesting looking games. Like we've spoken in the past, I think about Keyforge. You know, so Keyforge is Keyforge is the one where you get like every time you you play it, you get a um you get a randomly created deck. Yeah, um, I remember you mentioning that one. Actually, it sounds so nearly like as he's gotten older, King- it's like it's like a guy that used to design you know, advanced military equipment for the Russian army. And now he makes, like, yeah. woodwork ducks. Like, oh, can't no, I make the friendly version well, now not, that's nice? Not really. Not, not, not really. I mean, like, way back in... Um, so, so, Mesa Gathering was 93, but then he... Mid-90s, he did, like, Netrunner and Battletech, yeah, which okay. were both, obviously, massive games. Which were also... Yeah, um, right. yeah, and then he went, sort of went from there into board games uh, in the 2000s. Well, um I'll give that a nine like out of ten, cre- and I'm gonna I'm going yeah. to stick my collective butt in the middle of the conversation to do my review because we now have yeah uh, we've gone twelve minutes over. So <laughs> you can, I, can, can, can I can I just mention one no, last game that he, that he made that everyone will you are know banned. As well? One more, you're fired. I'm Get just going to mention. I'm just going to mention. I'm not even going to talk about it. Pay cuts. I'm not going to talk about it. But <laughs> one more game that Richard Garfield is also really well known for making yeah. is King of Tokyo. Awesome. Yeah. Are you satisfied? Did you really? <laughs> Was that was that was that key <sighs> to the review that you did? Do you I'm feel spent. good? Are you spent? You're spent. Um, the good thing is the game that I happen to have picked to review is extraordinarily easy to review because it's a game from the early nineties. <laughs> and if you remember, games from the early nineties took three years to write and culminated in a game that had pixel graphics and the ability to jump. And that's that's pretty much where you got to. Anyone that's played it, anyone that's as old as us, may have played this on. Jeez, DOS. This is Commander Keen level old. When are we getting a Commander Keen reboot? Eh? I think we... Didn't we already get that? Ah, I must have missed that. Anyway. <laughs> Forgive my insolence. But um, the basic premise is really, really simple. <laughs> you, you, you're, you, land, you crashed on this planet, right? And you've got this okay, mine. Six months ago. Six months. Really? So in June this year. Oh, really? It looks like Bethesda has cancelled the widely hated Commander Keen mobile reboot. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. I was aware of the mobile one. It's, um, <laughs> it, was, it was slightly less popular than the Blizzard mobile version of... Uh, <laughs> and, then, and then the next one down is from Screen Rant. Nobody is happy about Commander Keen returning. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know, I actually kind of feel bad because it was a stupid game, but it was platformers are fun. Everyone knows that. <laughs> Next um, one down from Kodaku. What have they done to Commander Keen? Well, it wasn't popular. <laughs> I'll, okay, I'll admit that. It wasn't going to be popular. Bring back Jazz Jackrabbit or something. That was fun. Anyway, how this fucking one, ba- how what, bad could it have been? They crashed right. You crash on a planet and you got this little mine thing. And essentially, you collect gems, solve puzzles, and get out. And you can shoot and jump. And that's it. Uh, very basic mechanics. Sometimes a little bit challenging. Really good to waste time. So... It's not like a mm. new amazing game experience, but I found I, I, I sat down and I found myself playing it for like four and a half, five hours, <laughs> just end to end. Yeah. Um, and for any of the real hardcore nerds about it, they added an extra episode at the end. So just to be nice, you actually get new new content as well. There's a big thing at the moment I've noticed about, well, past five years, about taking really old games and rebooting them. So not like late 90s games and rebooting them getting oh sorry early 2000s i should say that's when games really you know had graphics and stuff 
But um, yeah, going yeah. back to the early '90s and taking stuff there and remaking it and rejigging it and basically redeveloping it in Unity and pushing it out. But I think the game's like ten bucks. Might have even been eight. So that this is a really hard game to uh to um give a score to because it's just a like basic pretty... old school game. It's just a recreation of old school game. If I was rating it in 1991, eh, like an 8 out of 10 or something, it's really hard to rate now because it appeals to a very specific audience. However, it's an audience that I know for a fact listens to this show. So if you think it could be of interest and you like old stuff, go check it out. It's it's basically retro uh, with a with a nice overlay. It's it's by no means as good as... Remember how I talked about the Wonder Boy 3 uh, Dragon's Trap oh, remake yeah. that they made? Um, and they made a sequel to that, by the way, and it was also fantastic. Um, mm. That was beautiful. It had great hand-drawn artwork and the music soundtrack was good. They haven't gone that far, but there's really no need to in this case. Um, what was it? Monster Wonder Boy... Uh, Wonder Boy something something. Was it Switch only or something? What was the... No, it came out on PC. Wonder Boy something or other. Wonder Boy New Game. Wonder Dragon's Boy Trap. Asher in Monster World. No, that's announced. No, Dragon's Trap was the oh. thing. It's not Asher. It's not that. Yeah, Dragon... See, okay. 2018. What is it? It's called... And the Cursed Kingdom. Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom was the one that was kind of like a spiritual successor to it. Um, and it was really, really, really good. So there's another game I can recommend. Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom. Look it up if you want. Puck, I think you'll love it. The graphics are beautiful and it's got some old school gameplay elements. It's just fun. Yeah. Um, okay. okay. Some of my favorite games. So should have reviewed that one, really. It was vastly better than Crystal Cave. So go get that one. <laughs> Don't worry about my review because it is much better. I I mean I think Crystal Caves, uh, they've they've maybe stretched the definition of HD a little bit with that one. But. Well, it's they have in terms of it's I mean, it's definitely it's definitely not HD. HD HD generally means what seven twenty p or ten eighty seven twenty or ten eighty p. So specific resolutions apply to HD, which are not applied in Crystal Caves. So I would, I would actually go so far as to say it's an outright lie. But eh, it's still fun. It wasted some time. And like I said, I could have reviewed Baldur's Gate 3, which is very good. However, I want to stick to the indie kind of Can sector. you at least tell me what it's, what it's like? What, Baldur's Gate 3? Have yeah. you played the Divinity games? Any I'm actually not sure that I have. Um, so it's a, it is a, um, uh, it's a, it's turn-based, but only in combat. Uh, it has the same perspective of like kind of the original Baldur's Gate games. So uh, you remember how there were a bunch of D and D games that came out in a while. So you know Warcraft three style visual position, but you have individual units that you move. I'm trying to. There's billions of games yeah. like that. Um, very similar to that. So you have a squad, you pick up people. However, the voice acting is superb. The animation is, it's not quite Naughty Dog, but it's really good. Like it's, it's, it's better than a lot of recent day games. They've done a really good job. It is only really an alpha at the moment, but I would highly recommend it. Because um, when you go into battles, it's very much like, because it is D&D, obviously. It's very much D&D. Like to the point is when you do charisma checks and stuff, you actually get a dice on screen that you will roll. 
Yeah, and right. that will determine what happens. Um, it's it's good. I'd I'd really recommend it to actually anyone that likes that kind of game. You'd like it, I think. Um, it's hmm. only out on PC at this time though, so you would need to get wireless keyboard and mouse to plug into your uh, projector. Um, oh, which is fine. The the, the bit that I, the only bit I'm struggling because I play all my games on the couch on the TV is because it was designed primarily for PC. I quite often write my own controller mappings and stuff, which you could do with this. The the on screen yeah. text is a little bit small to be sitting back at a TV, and I'm like, I don't have the best vision, so I do have trouble reading some of the stuff. But in general, you can see health bars and stuff. You don't really need to read that much stuff. Um, yeah, no, it's it's good. It's quite good. I'm not yeah, going to nice. score it okay. yet because well, it's still an alpha, but it's it's a lot of fun. It's very polished. They've done a great job. It well, yeah, and I've seen a lot of news around it of people going, "Oh, I don't know why it's taking this long." Really? It? I mean, there's a pretty good reason why it took this long. It's because D and D was fucking dead for ages. Oh no, but not um, not only that. the The development of this game would have taken a significant amount of time. They've put a lot of love into every single object and pixel in this game. Like, they've done a yeah. really good job. Plus, plus one of the things I like about it, it's, it's a game that is um, priced around the same range as most stuff. It's on Steam, it's on GOG, it's on multiple platforms. Um, it's quite hefty. The download's like 80 or 90 gig. But it doesn't, have, it doesn't have any of that always online bullshit that they like to build into a lot of games uh, these yeah. days. So it, it's, I like that. It's not like, hey, it's a single-player game that I have to log in to play. It's not. Um, you'd like it. You'd like it. There you go. So I ended up reviewing it. Oh, anyway. yeah. I know I'd like it. Yeah, definitely. Because the other game I've been playing recently is Destiny 2. Have you played that? Uh, I have it, but I've never played it. I'm running out of space. It's, Although, I would, well, advise, I would advise saving that particular nugget till next week because we are 25 mm. minutes over the time. Um, well, I, okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Because it's, because it's free to play, right? Um, why don't we play it? Why don't we do some co-op type stuff between now and the next episode okay. so we can at least talk about it then. Okay, that sounds good. I will, yeah. I'll delete something off my PS4 hard drive. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's not a small game. No, uh, but it's, it's more that I got, a, I got a terabyte SSD a while back, which has made a phenomenal load time difference. However, you can fill up a terabyte really, really quickly. <laughs> yeah, it's PS4. full already. Yeah, same. Um, <coughs> I did okay. something similar. Next time, uh, next week, we will review, uh, we'll talk about that and... Yeah, we'll do a couple more indie games and stuff. We're getting back into the swing of it. I, I can't remember what our pattern used to be. We used to be... No, this was, we'd start this the podcast, it. you'd get something wrong. There's no pattern. We'd fight, then we'd have news, and then we'd just descend into chaos. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I think we've probably hit all those, uh, all those particular marks today, haven't <laughs> yes. we? Yes! Success. Yep. Um, yep. Well, until next week, everyone, uh, if you're listening to this in drive time... Uh, does anyone drive to work anymore? I don't even know. Whenever you're listening to this, enjoy it. And Actually, that's true. Yeah, you were like, oh, getting it ready for peak hour. Who's in fucking peak hour these days? I don't even know, man. The world's so different. I don't even go outside anymore. I just put up alfoil on all my windows, ignore everything. But uh, till next yeah. week, play some games, have GG. fun. GG.